Bruins lost their sixth regular season game of the season, and we are in late January. They lost that to the Lightning down in Tampa Bay. It was a pretty intense game, really competitive game, uh, fun game to watch. I think the Bruins did a lot of good, but there was also the fair share of bad in particular in the last 20 minutes. We'll get to all of that, the good, bad, and the ugly. Um, I think that it's not necessarily a bad thing to lose a hard-fought game and get reminded of, you know, what the big boys uh, in the playoffs are going to be like and and what's harder to do against some of the better teams. But for now, I'm going to throw it to uh, Bridget and Scott, you guys. What would you guys make of the the game tonight against Tampa? Yeah, I thought it was a great game, obviously. Um, You know, similar to the Toronto game almost two weeks ago, it's like, yeah, this is what this is what playoff hockey feels like, or you know, pretty close to it. And I think my big takeaway, like from the combination of those two games, because they're two of the best games we've seen this season, is uh, you really don't want to have to go through any path that involves facing both of those teams. Which you know, like there's been some talk recently about. Uh, you know, does it really matter if the Bruins run away from the lead? Does, you know, should they care about the single season points record? And it's like, all right, like that's one thing, but you know what does matter and what is really important is finishing first in this division and not getting stuck in that two, three dogfight that Toronto and Tampa are going to be in. Um, you know, those two teams, assuming now, I know we can't assume because in 2019, the Lightning. Did not get out of the first round when they were the record-setting team. But if the Bruins get out of the first round, then Toronto or Tampa has to go through each other and then the Bruins. Bruins, if you only have to face one of them, like that is a huge help when it comes to looking at like what your path to a Stanley Cup is going to be. Um, it's going to be, I think, significantly easier to only have to go through one of those teams. And that second-round matchup, could very well end up being like the toughest series that you you get. Yeah, that's that's true. And to you know bring it back to this game, and you know it did feel like a playoff game. It was kind of funny in, in the beginning. There was kind of like competing chance in the crowd for Bruins in Tampa Bay, and like it seemed like the fans were even like getting involved in in it um, as kind of a more playoff like atmosphere. Um, key thing that it seemed like was going to be the most important thing. And I don't believe Montgomery was asked by Jack and brick after the game about this was the fact that Charlie McAvoy looked like he had another shoulder injury in the third period. And he actually came back two minutes later, which I was not anticipating um, and played out the rest of the game. So that was like a huge sigh of relief because as the air came out of the building and the broadcast, when McAvoy went down to the end boards behind Olmark's net and you're just like okay this this is bad and to uh, my surprise two minutes later he comes out on the power play and he looks fine so um that was just one of those things in a game like this that you worry about because it is a team that's going to play you so physically and you're just thinking okay well they win or lose whatever you know they want points but not a huge deal if they lose but if they lose McAvoy that is a big deal yeah, and that, that was the same shoulder. He got surgery on the offseason, too. So, you know, you worry about that. Uh, 
you know, I guess anytime with shoulders, like you, you still, you want to make sure going forward now, like there's nothing there that lingers, you know, sometimes guys will return quickly from something like that, but then it kind of nags or, you know, it pops out at some point or, you know, like we saw that with Grizzly last year, right? Like he, he played through it and, you know, was okay at times, but then it kind of kept bothering him and kept getting worse. So still longer term, like you want to make sure there's nothing there that's going to linger with McAvoy, but yes, obviously a huge sigh of relief that he was able to come back. And now the recovery for the shoulder surgery in the off season was how many months? I forget. It was, it took a while, wasn't it? Uh, May surgery. Yeah, six months. So that would mean that if it was damaged, he either would have to play through it or be out the rest of the season. So like if it comes back that in the morning uh, he goes through tests and it's, it's enough, like it's a re injury, then he's in a situation where either he tries to play through it. Like, like you mentioned, like him and Grizzly did last season, or do you just take him out of the picture? So I mean, everybody's just hoping that he's fine. And the fact that he got back in that game is a very strong indication that he is. Yeah, I'd I'd have to imagine that that based on him returning not too long after the actual incident itself, I don't I I don't think that the medical staff and and the training staff would would put him back in harm's way if it was. uh, Yeah, to your point, like you can sleep on it and then you never know, like something can come up overnight uh, after some time. But. That said, I would just be surprised if it, if it wasn't anything more than a scare, um, guys. I want to I want to bring up three three things that I think Tampa Bay did well against Boston that most teams don't, and this is why when you get later into the season and you go into the playoffs and you're playing these caliber style of teams. As I said, it's a reminder of why Boston or what Boston won't necessarily be able to do at will against a quality opponent over seven games like they do against, say, San Jose or Montreal or something like that. And and just to preface, like I think Boston played really well in the first 40. Yeah, there were some hiccups, but I thought they played fine. And, and this is not me saying the Bruins suck tonight. I'm just bringing up three things that I thought statistically Tampa did well tonight. The first thing, especially in the second period. So after the first period, I think the teams were 8-8 in the faceoff circle. After the first 40 minutes of play, I think it was like 22 to 12 in favor of Tampa. They were very strong in the faceoff circle. I think after 60 minutes, uh, 52% for Tampa, 48 for Boston. Faceoffs are a huge part of Boston's game, and it, it leads to possession and dictating uh, where the play goes. So I wanted to mention that um, Tampa was effective on the on a power play. Obviously, Boston has the top PK in the league. Tampa was effective there. And then the third thing is just I thought Tampa was very effective on the four check and didn't let Boston um, get to their transition game uh, as often as they usually do. And that's a common theme when the Bruins run into somebody in the playoffs that gives them trouble and eventually bounces them is that four check game. So those three things, faceoff dot, um, special teams, and four checking. And I think Boston was fine in those three categories, but I do think Tampa Bay uh, had the edge in those three tonight. Yeah, they did um I, I wouldn't be super concerned though like tampa's not a great face-off team in the season they're kind of middle of the pack um just over 50 percent uh you know bruins have been an awesome face-off team i think they're second in the league um 
and you know some of those goals it's like well the most the goals that tampered got i think were very fixable if you're the bruins like the the power play goal you end up with carlo and forward kind of sucking over to the same side of the ice to the same guy which you don't see very often from the bruins penalty kill they're usually very good about you know kind of staying where they're supposed to stay and having um good spacing and not you know Brent Hagel ends up wide open all alone in front of the net like that you almost never see that from the Bruins penalty kill um the face-off should have been a face-off violation the Kucherov goal like Stamkos is basically like leaning over the dot before the puck's dropped and has Krejci's stick tied up that was just bad miss by the linesman um and then uh what was the third goal? It was. Um, it was a collision. Uh, but it was the yeah. collision with Allmark and Carlo. Right. So yeah, again, like Carlo, I think has generally been really strong this season. Actually, makes like a decent play to kind of disrupt the rush in the first place, but just um, kind of loses his position a little bit too close to Allmark and and takes him out. So, you know, yes, credit to Tampa, but I also feel like. They weren't like the, those goals weren't hugely concerning from the Bruins ends because I don't think they exposed any bigger problems. I think it they were just like, all right, some stuff to clean up. And, you know, that's about as far as my concern level would go. Yeah. And their most important Tampa Bay's most important, important face off one was a, a violation. It was cheating. So it was like, OK, they're you know, they scored right off a of face off. But um, put a little asterisk next to it because it, there were just a lot of anomalies in the game in terms of officiating. Um, it's just some really weird plays, like some high sticks that weren't called, some icings that were, you know, called icing when they weren't or not called icing when they were. Um, just a really oddly officiated game. And you do see some of those in the playoffs. So it's no excuse to not, you know, be able to fight your way through it. But Still, it seemed like a frustrating game, and that kind of it did change the flow of the game. And, and that's uh, and on that on that third game winning goal by Tampa, uh, I know it's easy to look at Carlo in that play just because he ended up going over the you know tripping up all mark and himself and all that stuff. But if you trace that play back, you know it's a um poorly executed neutral zone pinch by Lynn Holm that even gives Tampa that odd man rush in the first place. So uh, if you're going to give dish dish blame around there, then Lynn Holm has to wear that as well. But um, as to why I think this, this was a a good loss for Boston, because I think if, if you ask Boston to a player, like they, they want to kind of go through some nights where things don't go their way. And, and they lose the game three to two with a chance to tie it late goalie pulled, they're right there in the thick of things. They come back twice to tie the game. Tampa barely gets gets by with a win at home in a very motivated game for them. And I feel like a lot of things had to go Tampa's way for that to happen. You guys mentioned the the false draw where Kucherov scores off of it. Sam Coast leans over the dot. Krejci, um, which by the way was a weird play because the Bruins took a long time to set up their uh, face-off positioning there. Uh, before that happened, <laughs> and then they just kind of like, give up a goal right away. It was kind of uh, kind of ironic, but um, 
Yeah, a lot went a lot went Tampa's way. And before the game, the media was asking John Cooper what makes Boston so effective, and he basically said, of uh, one of the things he said was that they don't beat themselves. And I thought that tonight, in the third period in particular, they beat themselves. And I think that you know that just doesn't happen very often. So when you have a game where Tampa gets some fortuitous bounces, some luck here and there, and Boston kind of was their own worst enemy at times. Like, and that barely was enough to beat Boston on the road. I think it's a, it, it's, it just, it's just affirmation. It takes a lot to beat the Bruins once, let alone four times in the playoffs. Yeah. And the, the one thing where I will give Tampa a lot of credit is they did control that game in the third for pretty long stretches of time. And that's something we have not seen often is, is teams that have been able to go the distance with the Bruins and, you know, go 12 rounds and be able to control play in the third and still get offensive zone time and not be on their heels. Like usually the Bruins are the team kind of overpowering teams by that point because, you know, because of their depth, because they've done it before, because they have that confidence in themselves that, you know, they're always going to find a way to get it done in the third. Um, you know, the, the lightning uh, kind of threw some of that back and gained some of that confidence themselves tonight. So that's, you know, if you're the Bruins, like, I feel like one of the main, obviously you want to win every game, but you know, this would, would have been a season sweep over Tampa um, would have given you a chance to, uh, you know, really kind of like take their soul sort of, right? Like they're, they're playing well and you still go in and, and beat them. Um, so I think the lightning probably got some confidence out of that and feel like, Hey, you know, we went, we went toe to toe with the best. We took control in the third period. Like we can do this. So, you know, absolutely no reason to panic or really worry if you're the Bruins, but you did kind of, you know, let the lightning gain that little bit of extra confidence um, ahead of, you know, potential future meeting. In the playoffs too, scoring first is such a big deal. And the Bruins trailed, they never let in the game um, against Tampa tonight. So, uh, you kind of just feel like Tampa Bay was allowed to play a little bit different style of game than if they were chasing it, especially in the third period when they got the lead, the three to two lead, they were able to be more aggressive on the four check and they were able to put more pressure on the Bruins. Um, and you could just see the, that they were playing uh, a style that you probably want to stick away from if you're, t- if it's a tied game. Um, so that's also something to, to keep in mind is that, it shows you that, you know, the Bruins were in the game all the way to the end. Goalie gets pulled, still looking like they're getting chances. But the importance of scoring first is definitely so simple. But in the playoffs, it makes such a big difference. And by the way, just to correct myself, they do play the Lightning one more time in March. But, um, you know, Boston, right? Po- yeah. Point stands that like season sweep would have been on the table if you win. And instead, Tampa gets it. <laughs> 